we've got a very special guest in the studio right now, and that is our bronze medalist from the Tokyo Olympics, Karina Lee. Good morning. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, Karina. No, we're so excited to I have you. We're so excited to have you in here. It was just a phenomenal effort watching you swim. I know you're a tiny bit of a germ phobe. I have to ask straight up, how dirty is the Tokyo water to swim in? <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I put my full trust in all the um, organisers there. So I, I say that they wouldn't have a swimming in it if it was absolutely disgusting. So, I mean, I, I came out and I'm all right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, like a little head growing off yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah, a little, little bit of mouthwash, dead old mouthwash. Yeah. But other than that. Uh, so you did the 10Ks. Now, you were right at the front of the pack for the whole 10Ks. That's a little bit unusual for um, 10K racing, isn't it, for just the same three to be right at the front the whole time? Yeah, it is a little bit unusual. Um, I think we all knew it was going to be a, a strange race, you know, being the the water was 29.5 degrees, so it's it's quite hot. Mm. Um, I don't know. My, my goal going in was just to try and stay in that top six the whole time just so I can look around, look for anyone that's trying to break away from the pack and – um, yeah, just try and try and stay up there so I had the best chance at the end. And then, yeah, um, I, I I managed to do that. And then, yeah, coming out third was, yeah, crazy. And so close. So yeah, close. So you close. <laughs> hey, um, so over 10Ks, where's the pain? Where do you find your extra energy from at the end? Like what does 10Ks look like when you're in the one in the water? Yeah, I mean, every race is different, but generally – um, for us girls, we start out quite strong and hold a pace the whole way. And then probably with about a kilometre to go, the pace really, really picks up and and it's just a, a fight to the finish. Um, this race was a little bit different. I think the girls were really cautious at the start um, and our first lap was, was quite slow. Um, then the second lap, um, when the American girls uh, got on the front and, and just started going for it and the pace really picked up then and that's when I could really feel the heat of the water um, on me too and I just kind of had to try and relax a little bit and let the other girls catch her and, and do the work and then we were able to then settle into a, a nice pace. But, yeah, probably the last two laps were pretty strong and, and especially the last kilometre, like I said, it, it, it's always very, very fast. Um, but I didn't feel the heat again in, until those last two laps, so... Yeah, it was very different to normal. <laughs> and, and tell me, I mean, it looks grueling from here. Like I can I can swim fifty meters. Stop. That's it. Have a little breather. Really solid fifty. Maybe no, solid fifty. Yeah. Like only yeah. takes me just over a minute. <laughs> uh, and then you, you know what I mean. So it, it just looks so grueling here. Is is that the fight for you to sort of maintain steady breathing and ignore the pain and you've done this before are you constantly telling yourself those kinds of things I am yeah and, and it's taken a lot of races for me to be able to do that you know not get flustered and and just try and stay calm and relaxed as possible because you know getting getting flustered is going to waste that energy and and in the end you're not going to have the energy that you need to finish so yeah it's all about tr- just trying to stay calm trying to let other people do as much work so you can conserve energy as much as possible. And, yeah, like I said, it's just it's a lot of practice. <laughs> um, Mark and I were watching you on the TV and here it was on as we, you were winning as we were on the air, which was incredibly exciting oh, cool. for us. Um, what The thing we were laughing about, though, is the cups of water with the flags on them. Can you see the Australian flag? Or do you often accidentally drink a New Zealander's water? Like, how does, how, how does that work? Um, I can say that I've never drinking anybody else's drink but um 
it's it is a little bit tricky to see. I I try and look for that Australian flag, and <clears throat> I was lucky enough. I mean, there was there was no New Zealanders in that race, so it, I was lucky <laughs> enough good. that you know our flag kind of stood out. But what I actually do look for is the the person that's actually on the end of that pole, our, our Australian um, feeder, and he. I mean, our uniform is this bright yellow yeah. um, shirt. So that's that's the thing to me that stands out the most. So I just head towards that and, yeah, whatever's on the end of that is <laughs> what I take. <laughs> now, a lot of athletes that do these kind of long-distance grueling sports like the 10K swim need a bit of music to keep them going. Now, is, do, you, do you ever use, like, music maybe like this? It's the thumb. Does this keep you going? You know what? If I'm ever by myself, that that music does pop into my head a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm lucky that there's lots of people around me, so I don't think about that too much. Yeah. Hey, now, you are a member of Noosa Surf Life Saving Club, Noosa Swim Club, mm-hmm. so they must have just been so proud of you. Oh, yeah. The the support I've gotten from, from those guys is, has been incredible. Um, I know there's a big sign up in the club at the, at the Noosa Surf Club and... Um, yeah, my, my swim club was, was going absolutely crazy and I'm going to go in and see them today too, which is really exciting. And you are a qualified um, primary teacher? Yes. And now you've got your, that Olympic medal, you're ready to head out <laughs> and um, look for work as a teacher? Yeah, um, for, for the rest of this year I'm, I'm looking to do some relief teaching um, so I can keep my swimming up still. So, yeah, yeah I'm really yeah. excited to go out and do that. So, Com Games? Com Games only, well, next year. So. Yes. I mean, there's no open water in Com Games, so um, I'll be looking to um, get the 1500 or 800 metres in the is, pool there. Is that a big leap for you to go from the pool to the ocean to the pool? Is that is that a problem? Um, not too much. Uh, the training that my coach does with us incorporates a lot of speed work as well as distance, so I'm I'm able to to race race down as well as race in the um, yeah the open water as well. And what about Paris? Paris on the cards. Oh, Paris, like, you know, I've never been to Paris, so, and I don't know, three years away, so, I don't know, I think I'll sit down with my coach and, and discuss a few things there, right. but, I so mean. You, you so how be... old would you be? Would you, are you 28, 27 now? I'm 27 now, so. Okay, so you be 30. Yeah. Is that a reasonable age for a long distance swimmer? It, it is a reasonable age. I think, um, you know, in marathon swimming, you do find that the girls are, are quite a bit older, Um I think both American girls um, were over 30. Um, I think the oldest in the field being 36. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. All right. Oh, there yeah, you go. All right. Well, maybe maybe it's, not, maybe it's not the George theme you need to swim faster. <laughs> maybe it's the smell of croissant. <laughs> uh, I that do might like get you those. Going. <laughs> hey, just one last thing. On Friday, you are joining us at our lunch for Travis Schultz. It's one of our very last Give Me Five events. And uh, you know what? Because of COVID, we've had to put it off and put it off. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is that means we get you. Yes. So we've still got about 10 tickets <laughs> left to sell if people want yeah. to come along. It's on our website. Um, but it's a, it's a young professional's lunch. That's and we, right. It'll and be... Neither, You're the perfect person. Neither I'm Caroline. So excited. Oh, it's going to be great, and we need young people like you there because neither Caroline and I are young or professional. Yeah, so exactly. We really need your help. Hey, Aww. just one thing before I go, just because I'm curious, the cold COVID factor on the Olympics. So, did you see the opening ceremony? No. Did you see the closing ceremony? No. Did you see many other? competitions involving Australians? Um, only on the TV. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that is a bummer, isn't it? Like, because uh, you want to get behind your team. Yeah. That Was that yeah. very deflating or? Oh, you know what? The the atmosphere in the Team Australia building in the village, the amount of people who were watching that TV, I mean, 
it it was incredible. You, so you were having your own moment around yeah, the table. Yeah. yeah, and and I think that was really special, and I, I'm really proud of the Australians for for being able to still bring that atmosphere to oh. to the Olympics. And did you jump up and down on a cardboard bed or anything like that? <laughs> No, I didn't. I, I saw lots of people doing that. Um, <laughs> Not naming any names. Look, um, no, I just slept on my cardboard bed. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more sense. That's generally what they're built for. Well, uh, Karina, thank you so much for coming in this morning. We'll see you Friday. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Here we go, Paris. It's 92.7 Mix FM. Thanks for coming in. Awesome, guys. Thank you.